intro. Well, I guess the uh, first thing to start off with is that we, or me in particular, named it the this podcast the Verbal Diarrhea Cast. And I, Jackie, the wife, uh-huh. said, okay, fine, whatever. Whatever. A lot of whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, to kind of start off with, um, start with introductions, like who we are. Okay, husband, well, I figured out I'm the wife, so you're the husband? Uh-huh. So I guess uh, kind of to start off with, um, I, I I stuck this in the video game pod, podcast area because oh God. I like video games. And that's kind of <laughs> mostly what I talk about. Yeah, okay, fine. Video games. So the- I represent the casual gamer. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. So uh, what was the first game you remember playing? Mario. Absolute first game I ever played. Well, you know, I can't, it's a toss up between Mario and Tetris. Truthfully, I do not remember the first time. I know I was 13 or 12. Did you play Tetris on a Game Boy? Because that's what it was originally released on. I honestly do not remember. I don't remember. I just remember Tetris and playing Duck Hunt and Mario Brothers. Super so did you have the one that had, that came with the, the shooty gun? Yes. It had the shooty gun. Because we had that one. And we grew up... Well, first of all, I guess my name's Jackie, for those who don't know. Hi, Jackie. And um, I'm half Asian. I'm half Thai. And I grew up... I was born in 1979, so there I just dated myself for everybody to know. You're but old. that gives you the timeline. And we were living in Thailand, and... People played video games. I mean, it was there. My sister and I, I'm a twin also. We didn't play video games. Actually, we didn't get it. And it's odd because we other people did. And Mario, Nintendo, all that stuff was there. But we didn't have a clue. It wasn't until we moved to the States in 1989 um, that we saw video games. Mm-hmm. And um, I, re- I do remember once we were traveling and I saw this, this, this kid, this Japanese kid and his his dad and um he had this super elaborate game boy did it have like that have the the light on it and the magnifier no, and I the mean, headphones it was a regular game boy but it was like a, a little case for his games because they were traveling mm-hmm. so he had to care and i remember thinking about this so neat mm-hmm. and um i remember my friend jonathan when we were kids you know, it's 10, whatever, 11. Um, he had a Game Boy. He got tired of it. He wanted to buy a Game Boy Advance. I think I bought it from him for 10 bucks. I played with that dang thing, and it only had Tetris. That's all there was on it. It was, te- it was a Tetris machine. So it was a Game Boy. It was a Game Boy with Tetris. That's all I had. Black and white Tetris. And um, I gave that thing to my cousin, and it th- that thing lasts for 10 plus years playing the same game it never broke it just <laughs> never broke you just kept playing it's like it's like oh my god you're still playing with that machine i think finally it just i think they just got rid of it you know see we had the sega game gear which is sega's version of um i guess the uh, game boy advance my sega irritates me uh-huh. sorry but sorry. it was the it was a... drives me insane i have said a boy I was his reading tutor, and he played Sonic the Hedgehog, and it drove me crazy. But no, go ahead, go ahead. I liked Sonic the Hedgehog because we had a Genesis, so uh, we the Game Gear is about the size of a sh- tennis shoe, and this is a handheld, 
and it had, I think, okay. eight AA batteries. Oh my goodness. But the cool thing about it, it was, um, like, uh, it had a color LED screen. Well, that's nice. So, I mean, it was like playing uh, a really tiny TV, <laughs> where, where my cousin had the Game Boy, and it was like playing, like, something on your watch or something. Well, my, it was, like, the size of a novel, the book size. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. a book size, but, um, but I mean, like, the screen. The small, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, 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 the um, the screen was the LCD, like, liquid crystal display, and it was just black. It wasn't even black and white. It was kind of that gray. weird off green yeah. and gray. Yeah. Hey, but. it played Tetris absolutely fine. No problems whatsoever. <laughs> it was awesome. It never broke. I never had to have any issues with it. It was great. But we only had, um, when we played Mario and the, with the Nintendo, we only had the games it came with. Because it was already like a hundred, hundred fifty dollars for the for the system with the two games, um, with it. So my father would not ever, ever buy another video game. I mean, it's a fifty. It was back then fifty dollars. Yeah. And the thing is, that was nineteen eighty nine. Now it's two thousand. What year? Eleven. And they're still fifty, sixty dollars. So the yeah. games actually are now reasonably priced. I think. But when we were kids, it was not reasonably priced. So we could never buy another game. I'm- I'm not sure how our parents afforded so many because we, I mean, we weren't rich, but we had a, they, a Nintendo, um, and I think my grandfather helped us out no, a lot. No, your family understands and values downtime and entertainment. Y- well, yes. Your grandfather loves comedy. I don't understand any of those things. <laughs> so that was the first game, video game, I played with probably Mario, and I never got out of the Mario phase. It was Mario the whole way, which is why we ended up buying a Wii, because I had to play the new Super Mario Brothers. But I was never good. Mm-hmm. I was never good. My attention span is not long enough. Well, and kind of like, we, we just sold our Wii. and oh, yeah. Part of, because I think, they never published any games I could play that I enjoyed. Yeah, you didn't, ro- you didn't like the 3D mm-hmm. ones. Like, no. Um, Paper Galaxy. Mario, oh my god, drove me insane. And well, Galaxy, no, 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 Paper Mario was 2D. I don't but, care. Don't but it's care. not normal Mario. It no, I did not like it. Paper Mario Dominus. <laughs> and I could not do Galaxy. Could mm-hmm. not do it. Just could I could hang of it, did you, not enjoy it. Did you play sixty four? You played sixty four. I played sixty four. Um I didn't own the machine my um friends <laughs> my, my best my sister's best friend's brother did. And when my sister would go to Amanda's house, I would talk to Ethan and Ethan and I would play video games. And I mm-hmm. watched him play and he'd let me play a few levels and it would be hilarious there was parts obviously I couldn't win past or you know get by and he'd play this for me and then I'd play. That's mm-hmm. how I played. You know, so I never owned it. But I enjoyed watching him play and I played with him. Mm-hmm. And it was vastly more enjoyable that way. What about you? Um I mean we started out with the uh the earliest I remember is the Atari twenty six hundred. I don't even know what an Atari twenty six hundred would look like. Um it looks like uh, imagine um this printer, like it's a big black printer and you would stick cartridges in the top of it. So, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Kind of yeah, like I the Super Nintendo. Yeah, super, we had a Super Nintendo, by the way. Yeah. We, uh, we upgraded from the Nintendo to the Super Nintendo because I wanted the new game. The new Mario. And Well, and you must have had at least one other game because you had played Mario 3. Um, yes, but it wasn't because I owned it. it Maybe at somebody <laughs> else's house. Yeah, it was at a friend's house. Oh, okay. Um, but we had the Atari 2600, and um, we'd play games like Missile Command, what is basically, you're this little triangle at the bottom of the, of the screen, 
and there's these things flying over trying to bomb your cities, and you you have a joystick and a single button. That was your controller, and you would move it back and forth and basically try to shoot the bullets out of the sky. Uh-huh. And, and I'm giving you a strange blank look and stare because I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> but uh, kind of the more memorable one was like when we got the Nintendo and we played... We played Mario two-player, because so it's me and my was, brother. Was your so. Nintendo like a Christmas gift? Or was it just because? I'm not sure. I th- Ours think, is always Christmas gift. Yeah, it might have been a Christmas gift. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the worst memory. Oh, I know that. Like, I, re- I remember some stuff, but not everything. Like, but, okay, ladies and gentlemen, it was our anniversary on the 6th of October. Mm-hmm. And um, James asked me. So how long have we been married anyway? Was it three, three years? I'm like, no, honey, it's four. But at least you subtracted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so, but I do at least remember the day. Hey, I can't help you it. Have to we give were married. We were married three times in three months. It's mm-hmm. hard to remember which day is the anniversary. I had to explain it to Joe the other day, one of mm-hmm. our friends. He asked, so which anniversary do you actually celebrate? I said, well, okay. The second one. <laughs> September, September 7th was our See, I don't JP. remember that one. You know, we got married at the JP, and that's the legal wedding. That's what's on our marriage certificate. But the church ceremony was October 6th, so that's the one we actually celebrate. And then the November wedding was... Uh, it was, it, was the th- it was the weekend after Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was a blessing, you know, for the wedding so we could get married in front of my family. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, James' family. And the family. rest of my family. Yeah, James' family on the in November wedding. The October wedding was with my mother overseas where she was living in Belgium. We were married in Waterloo. And then, um, <laughs> and then our first wedding was at the JP, and that was... As far as I'm concerned, fantastic. It was awesome. He had a Star Wars poster. Yeah, he had a Star Wars poster. And, and the fun part was we were just going down there to register to get married. And you had to wait three days to get your license. And I was explaining to the register people that, hey, we're getting married you know, next month. But because the way it works in Belgium, the religious officials are not state officials. And they can't legally marry us. We have to already be married to be married. And it was just, you know, we're just filing paperwork and paying our deposit, you know, which is... To get married, a whopping fifty dollars. To get divorced, you know, you can't count that high. So I told James, you know, we couldn't. We're not getting divorced, but you know. <laughs> so anyway, uh, they told us, hey, you know, if you appeal to the judge, you can go, uh, you know, get this thing done today. You don't have to come back. I think it was an extra ten dollars or oh, yeah. something. It was like an extra hour or so in time. You had to go wait, and I was like, not come back to the courthouse, and not have to find parking again. Yes, please. Where do I sign, and how? Where do I go? <laughs> You know, and we went there, we went to the judge, we had to wait for the judge, and said, and they basically just wanted to make sure this wasn't some shotgun wedding, like, no, 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 we've been engaged for a year, you know, we're gonna go to Europe, to, you know, we have a ceremony with priests, we have all this stuff. I was a nervous wreck, because I've been planning this thing from afar, my sister was giving me hell over it, and, um, so anyway, we got married, and Yay. it cost, I think cost us like $25, $25 to pay the judge. Mm-hmm. And the, the cost to, to register and get the the document, and um, we got the document that day, and we were married, and we were. It's we, a really cool document. We, uh, I think we were both working. Were we both working the night shift. I can't remember, but we had to go to a meeting. Um, 
No, no. We we were going to a meeting because our company had just been bought out, and we were going to that meeting. Yeah. I think. And we go. We show up to the meeting like five minutes late. Of course, we went, we're like never late. And I'm sitting there thrilled to pieces. I'm wearing I'm wearing a bright orange T-shirt and a pair of gaucho black pants. Who knows what James was wearing? I don't and remember. That's what I got married in with a, a T-shirt, flip flops, and a pair of crop pants. And I get to the office because we, we could just dress casually. And uh, so anyway. I sit down and my coworker looks at me. And I'm like, yeah, I know. We got married. You know? <laughs> it was so exciting. Because they knew. I mean, we all we worked together. James and I worked together for that. Well, to kind of get back on track a little bit. What? next thing I have on our itinerary is kind of why we're doing a podcast. Oh, oh, I can talk about this one. Why are we doing a podcast? I'm sitting at work at the office. I get a text from James. James loves podcasts. He listens to a few of them. Uh, I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk about which yeah. which one finally kind yeah. of pushed me over well, the edge. Anyway, so he listens to all these podcasts. and so We've been married four years now. And one of those things I learned early on was... By the time James gets around to telling me something like, honey, what do you think about this? He's thought about it and chewed on it and stewed about it to the point where it's like, she has to like this. She has to like this. So when she, he tells me, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. Instead of it being a casual thing, he's like, oh, but I wanted to do that. <laughs> so I learned, okay. He texts me, which was very smart of him to do. He says, what do you think about starting a podcast? And in my head, I'm like, oh, hell no. I don't want to do podcasts. What are we going to talk about? I don't want to talk about gaming. It's, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, we talk to each other. I mean, what are we going to talk about? So, you know, I understand when you have a podcast with friends, but we're a married couple. Like, we talk to each other all the time. What are we going to talk about on a podcast that could possibly be inter- entertaining? So, anyway, I text him back and I said, well, I, I thought I've thought about it. And I have. You know, because he, he loves them so much. So, I didn't shoot him down. I said, we'll try. I said, we'll see. See if we like it. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, he has installed software. We have microphones. He has found an... You are, you are right now use, using a rock band microphone. Yes. He even waited patiently for me to have the mood to sit down here and talk mm-hmm. on a podcast. Because I was like, is it today? Because I've had a really busy week. So, is today podcast day? And he's like, no, no, we'll just wait till you feel like you can do it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So that's how we're doing. That's my interpretation of how we started doing so, this. So for you, it's basically an obligation. A little. A little. <laughs> a little. Just a little. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I know you're going to vastly enjoy it, even if the only people that ever listen to this yes. are is, is each other or my sister. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if two people or 100 people listen to this. The fact that it's out there will make him so happy. Yay. So, um, 
a while back I started listening to podcasts. Um, I don't remember. It was about the time, if if you're into podcasts, that Giant Bomb was starting up, and it was still known as the Arrow Pointing Down podcast. <laughs> and um, I was listening to the Joystick podcast. Through them, I got into, uh, there was a fan podcast called the Joystick po- uh, Podcast Appreciation Group Podcast. Wait a minute, so wait a they had a podcast uh-huh. for, they, they had a fan podcast about a podcast? Yes. So a bunch of people who listened to the podcast. So, and then they had a whole thing of that they were, t- on, on, on Facebook they had uh, the Joystick Podcast, and then somebody on Facebook created the uh, appreciation group for the Joystick Podcast. They had a fan club. And then somebody created an appreciation group for the appreciation, appreciation group, group, so it was the JPEG-PEG. <laughs> but on the that podcast, the 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 JPEG uh, podcast, um, I emailed them and, uh, saying that I really liked their podcast and wondering if they had any recommendations. And one of the best ones I got was for the Super Happy Fun Time show. Ugh, I can't stand it, but I mean, no offense, guys. It's just not Sorry, my guys. thing because I am not a hardcore gamer. So when you go sit and talk about wah, wah, whatever, wah, 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 that's wah. what I'm hearing. I'm hearing... Wah, 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 wah. And occasionally you'll say Facebook. And I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. Oh, wait a minute. What are they talking about now? Uh-huh. Mass Effect again? Okay, never mind. I love Mass Effect. I don't mind talking about something, but they have to expound. Mm-hmm. Like, exponential. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can't but, take it. But uh, that's really the reason that I kind of started wanting to actually start to do a podcast was... Because of the Super Happy Fun Time show. Which is very strange, because in real life, James is extremely shy. Extremely. Extremely. Like, if you walked up to him and started talking to him, I don't think he would know what to and do. And I actually, um, mm-hmm. I, I'll, I emailed uh, the guys at the Super Happy Fun Time show, and I actually saw them at PAX, and uh, I saw them a couple times. The first time, sorry guys, I just kind of saw you, and you were at the front of the line, and... Uh, you guys look spaced out, and I am super shy, so I didn't come up and say hi. But um, the second time I saw y'all uh, was in the line to get into something. I don't remember what it was, but I saw a crop. And, uh, but uh, I was wearing uh, an N7 shirt, Mass Effect shirt that I had won for... Uh, oh, yeah, you won that off the podcast, didn't you? Mm-hmm. That, was, that was nice. Mm-hmm. No, I remember this trip. I wasn't on this trip. And I asked him when he came back, well, did you meet, see any of the guys? And he was like, well, yes. Well, did you talk to them? Well, no. Uh-huh. To be expected. Yeah. But of course, you know, with a, with a convention of 30 plus thousand people, it's not unheard of. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's kind of what, who, kind of who we are, oh, or at, oh, at least who you are. Who I am, and the, and the whole reason it's called Verbal Diarrhea Cast is because I have... I go off on As you can tell. and I ramble. I ramble. That's the way it is. So, there. But I didn't come up with the name. No. <laughs> Am I going to tell people I, I had the VD cast? Absolutely not. I'll leave that up to James. <laughs>
So, uh, I guess the next thing we're going to talk about is, uh, we've already talked about games. Um, we'll go into TV. Oh, I was, we've we've okay. we watched uh, Eureka finally. Well, well, okay, we've abandoned completely abandoned network television just because we're poor. Yes, and paying network television costs for the three channels I want is just not worth it. So we wa- we watch Netflix exclusively. That's pretty much our only entertainment other than the internet. Um, and we watched Eureka. We did, and that was fun. And we're, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to start watching Eureka is because I knew Will Wheaton was going to be on it. and uh, I'm a Trekkie. Yes. Guilty. Uh, we're, we're gonna, we'll get to that. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, I'm starting at least with Eureka. Eureka. Um, and we're up to season four. Well, whatever we haven't have started. on Netflix. Uh, the first 40-so episodes. Yeah, the first yeah. three seasons we've seen. Yeah. And awesome show. I think it's hilarious. I really mm. enjoy it, and it's hard for us to find a, a TV show or something we both can watch in common. Um, I do not understand comedy to the, to a great extent. Um, other people could be laughing, and I will look at them. I don't get it, and that's kind of normal. So things he would like to watch, I don't understand. And sometimes I like I like horror. Books. Yeah, which I can't. I cannot stand and, horror. And I don't any mind kind. some horror unless there's films. space in it. Yeah. And um, we can't watch that together. And he doesn't really... We're not very big into crime drama. So that that takes out a whole lot of stuff we can watch with each other. But we're both kind of sci-fi geeks. So um, we watch anything that the sci-fi channel puts out. Well, we'll try it, at least. And we've been trying to watch Voyager. Good lord. Which I think is completely... I'm a Trekkie. I admit it. I had great fond memories. And I've watched all of the original series. And we're watching The Next Generation. And I... And I Next trying. Generation is awesome. And we're t- okay, awesome. Next Generation is awesome. It's awesome. Voyager... Voyager is bad. Well, I did like Enterprise. So, come on. Oh, I loved Enterprise. Well, Scott Bakula is... Quantum leap guy. Well, I, can't, I can't make the leap. I can't make the, the jump. Well, to him you can just you think in your mind that quantum leap guy leaped into a Star Trek. Well, it's captain. like Hercules became Andromeda or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, that's Hercules. I think Andromeda was bad though. Well, I don't both, think that really matters. Actually, both bad. But that's well, yeah. I didn't watch him. <laughs> so I watched Hercules. Well, I love Hercules. Her- I love Hercules. I like Princess, you know, Princess Warrior or whatever. Drove my father insane. <laughs> <laughs> Drove him insane. He goes, what are you watching? What is Didn't that? we go back and watch the first episode I of that? Could, it was, it was I awful. Watch it. I was like, what was I thinking? It reminded me of having to go back and watch um, Voltron, Defenders of the Universe. Watch the intro. Turn off. Yes, the intro was fantastic. As soon as those characters started talking, it was... Ugh. Well, I didn't grow up watching a lot of American TV, um, mainly because for a lot of our young life, I was in Thailand. So I watched I watched Sailor Moon in Thai. <laughs> I watched Power Rangers in Thai. <laughs> it was all See, we, we avoided Power Rangers like the plague because for us that was like a little too, uh, uh, a bit too nerdy. But we would watch Ninja Turtles. We watched all kinds of cartoons, but they were all Japanese cartoons. So, mm-hmm. I like we watched Ikusan and Doraemi, which means nothing to like majority of the world, but to us it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Ikusan was about a little novice monk, a, a, a child novice monk, 
in a monastery. And it's just this kind of like Dennis the Menace. Just, I know, I know, I know. Uh-huh. But it was great, you know. So when we're talking now that we're married and together and he'll mention something about something he watched in the 80s, he'll be like, what are you talking about? I don't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll mention like a black and white movie because I watched a lot of AMC and Turner movie classics and just these black and white movies because my father um, didn't believe in watching cartoons and that if we were going to watch something, it had to be a film. And if it was a film... We were going like something. A certain film. Ch- only certain channels, so it became classic movies. And so we just park it on the Turner Classic Movies and just whatever came on with what we watched. And I watched all these black and white films and Audrey Hepburn and, you know, all the pirate films with Bob Hope and all the stuff. What was the uh, pirate film that, that I watched with you? The Black Swan. The Black Swan. I don't think that. Well, it has boats in it. They had a big genre well, yeah, of was, that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but... No, so he'll, I'll bring up something like, oh, that film, that Cary Grant film, or that Rock Hudson film, and he'll be like, who? What are you talking about? And then he'll say something like, something from, oh, some of the, the shows your Home grandfather watches. No, no. Oh. The stuff your grandfather watches. I'm like, what? Columbo? Columbo. I'm like, yeah, what's Columbo? Who's Columbo? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Like, I'm sorry. I the don't guy know. from Princess Bride. Oh. Columbo. Yeah. He, he was in that movie. Yeah, he was the he was the the grandfather that was telling the teaching oh, the kids. Oh yeah, he was. In that the, was Columbo. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. The, well, I know what Fred he Savage. looks like. I just don't understand the f- movie or the series or whatever it's called. Yeah. It's a it's a great series. Uh, the other thing we've we finished watching Stargate Universe. I love Stargate Universe. That was a fantastic. Series. I love the set. I like the mm-hmm. characters. Uh, well, I guess my favorite. I think my favorite episode was the one with um, Rush, and where you learned that he was actually when he was trying to get out of the chair uh-huh. in his mind, and they were oh about showing, his ex-wife showing that or his human. his dead wife. Because, I mean, before that, before that, he was just like this ass who's brilliant. Yeah, this you crazy know? asshole. Yeah, and then, then after that episode, I was like, oh, that was a great episode. Mm-hmm. Because you're emotionally invested. It made him an actual character I mean, instead of just this. Yeah, it gave a reason. Kind of strange, mean guy. So I mean, I really loved SGU, and we watched it when it first started playing. And then I was sad, really sad, to find out that they stopped because I thought it was out of the Stargate series my favorite. Yeah. You know, because I mean, I tried going back to watch some of the older Stargates, and I couldn't. I like the movie. I still like the movie. I think that's really good, but. You can only would watch, I watch that it so many again? times. No. I would. But I like it. Fond mm-hmm. memories. Get yeah, very fond memories. Mm-hmm. Um. I've got books on here. Oh, um, books. What I've been reading is... Um, I just recently got uh, Warhammer 40k Space Marine for the Xbox. And that has got me into... I'm now reading the Horus Heresy. And it's basically set um, in the Warhammer 40k universe, but uh, in 30k. So it's kind of like the beginning of the end and what happens to all these... It's kind of based... Warhammer itself is orcs and elves 
and then basically Warhammer 40k is that same universe set in the future. So you still have orcs, but they're space orcs, and you have elves, but they're space elves. And you have knights, but they're space, space marines. Okay, they're all in space. We space got marines. Space. So I've 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 gotten about seven of the fifteen Horus Heresy books, and I finished the first one, and it was really good. I I like it, and I'm about a will quarter. I ever read them? No. no, but you know they're awesome books. I it, if you're interested in Warhammer 40k, definitely get these. I like Warhammer just because I like the little figurines that you can paint. The little peoples. The little peoples. That's all I care about Warhammer. I know mm-hmm. that's sacrilege to many people, but hey, that's what I like. They're little dollies. <laughs> they're little dolls I can paint, pretty much. You know, they're miniatures I can paint. That's half the fun. Uh-huh. You know? So did you have any books that you wanted to talk about? Okay, well, what I'm reading currently happens to all be very boring stuff for school. Because I'm in grad yeah. school, and sometimes I question my sanity on that one. But I think the last book, I have a very wide range of tastes, and I, and I love books. Books, I think I love. I love collecting books. I love bookstores. I love libraries. I love used books. I want to go to England just to go to their used bookstores. Honest to God, that's why I want to go. Well, and kind of what we, we would both love to do is just have a used bookstore. Uh, yeah, if I could make a living doing that, mm-hmm. I would do that. But I don't think I could make a living no. doing that. Um, also, it would be kind of hard seeing the books leave the store. Oh, I think the last book was a Cher- um, Sherilyn Kenyon. Mm-hmm. And it was her, oh God, what's it called? League series. And I cannot remember... You remember what it was about? Well, yeah, I know what it's about. It's about this. It's a space related. It's a sci-fi, her sci-fi space. series. Space, yeah, space. But it's like, to, you know, the typical story of her. Mm-hmm. Her stories all tend to be about lonely guy finds you know, the love of his life, and the love of his life changes who he is. Pers- and then they get married, and they have babies, and life is perfect. That's pretty much what they all are about. But mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I really do. And, and that's what I need to read in between my. Um, school books, which drive me crazy because I'm... that kind of reminds me of I was thinking earlier today like what my favorite game would be, and it's uh, Final Fantasy X. It's always been your favorite game. Always been it, well up until the point. I thought it was seven for some reason. No, I uh, this is sacrilegious, but I hated seven. Uh, that's why I think of seven. Okay, yeah. so ten because everybody loves seven. Yeah, everybody loves seven, but I liked ten because. You have this character. I love the fact that when you play the game, uh, when you start out, your character is just as lost about the world as you are. So you're kind of learning about the world at the same pace. And also you meet this pretty girl who is kind of this loner, and she's See, lonely. and that, that right there tells uh-huh. me why I don't like Final Fantasy. But, like- the, but the thing is, you go through... The, the, the neat thing is, you go through this whole game... Uh, creating a bond with this basically this one girl and kind of the people around you and there's always something really wait wait there's always something really weird because uh, everybody's kind of treating her like kind of standoffish and your your character is kind of oblivious to this and you find out that you're on this huge quest to kind of save the world but you find out that uh, to save the world she has to basically kill herself 
and when you find that out, it's like, oh crap! And then from then on, it's you. It's about you trying to figure out a way to save her. And I, the reason I love this game is when it ends, it's not happily ever after. I mean, the girl lives, but you, as your character, basically were a dream, and you die. Okay, the storylines I like. Uh huh. Kirby, it's all about a piece of cake. Uh-huh. Getting that piece of cake back. <laughs> that is a good storyline. I like that storyline. Or the fact that Koopa uh-huh. got the princess. Uh-huh. And you have to save Peach. Is that why you like Castle Crashers? I love Castle Crashers. Probably my favorite game. It actually outranks Mario. Castle Crashers? I love Castle Crashers. It's simple. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't like the potty humor at first, but now I just ignore it. I don't care. And I'm, I've, after living with a boy, I've just realized that's life. You know, just potty humor comes into the stuff. So, you know, so anyway, I love Castle Crashers. I think it's fantastic. It, so what do, what do you, what's, what's the parts about Castle Crashers that you like? Well, I like the cartoon. I like the loot. I love getting the loot and not sharing it. I like opening up new characters. I like the mm-hmm. fact that it's the do you same like the com- levels. Do you like the combat? Like, hitting on yeah, people? Yeah, I mean, I like that. It doesn't bother me because they're cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. I don't like video games where it's people. Where it's mm-hmm. actual people, you know, shooting other people or swords hitting other people. But cartoon characters, like mm-hmm. Castle Crasher characters, I don't care. It's fine. I enjoy mm-hmm. that. I think it's fun. Where you start having it to look realistic, I'm like, this is not fun for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want. Well, to is it is it the realism or just the kind of the controls? Because I remember Both. with with Bayonetta, uh, you liked it, except that it was a in parts a bit too hard. Um. Yeah, I liked Bayonetta for about two levels. Yeah. And then I was like, You're no, I'm done. You know. You're either super ADD or super focused. You'll either play something forever or play it for about ten minutes and then leave it. Well, it's a storyline that irritates me. Yeah. I want I want to be able to play short sections like Castle mm-hmm. Crashers. You play one level or one little section, and then you can stop. And I can mm-hmm. pick it up whenever I want to at any time. I mean, it's the same place. I know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I try to play Zelda... It's like, you drop that for a, a, a week or oh, two, God, you yeah. come back and like, where where You might as I well going? just start over again. Yeah, and I don't have that attention. I'm not going to play that game from front mm-hmm. to end in whatever bazillion hours it takes to play and remember every aspect of it. That's not how I enjoy playing games. Yeah, and there there have been some games that I've, I've liked that have implemented stuff that allows you to kind of hop back into the game. Uh, and that's... Um, Tales of Vesperia, I think, mm-hmm. was one that was really bad about like dropping you in and not telling you where you were supposed to be going. And I've just given up on that game, even I though like it's a cool be- game. I like that. I like the games that show you with a little line. This is where you go. Like Fable. Fable, I can I can play a little bit of, but again, I I don't. I want to be able to drop a game, come yeah. back in half a year, and pick it up again. And know exactly what you were doing. Yeah. Know where I need to go. Looks like that's why I like Kirby. Um, mm-hmm. I like Mario. I like I mean, Mario is basically start on the left, move to the right. Yeah, I like that format very mm-hmm. much. I mean, and the, I guess I mean with Castle Crashers, it's the same thing. Yeah, you basically start on the left, you fight your way all the way to the right, and th- that's what I like. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'll keep playing. I'm not going to play these super RPGs <laughs> uh-huh. and care about the storyline. I tried style. to get you to play Oblivion. Uh huh. But How you did, did the work? well. You kept looking at the ground. 
I know. And then you would I look just, at the sky. I could not handle the care. I, I did enjoy it. It was not fun for me. Oh, what was that other game you made me play? And it was just like, are we done yet? Can we save yet? I want to get something to drink. Or I want to go out and do stuff. It's like, I don't remember what game it was. But it's like, you know, you have to finish this quest. Why? I just want to leave. I want to turn it off. And I want to go. I do not care about this quest. I care about the fact that we need to go in five minutes. Uh-huh. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, me neither. Um, yeah, we got off topic with books. Mm-hmm. I even talked. I only talked a smidgen about books. Blah. Blah. Uh, I just bought a new book. It's an awesome book. What'd you get? The book about architecture. Oh. Yeah. Aw, it's an awesome that's book. N- that's not a real book. <laughs> it's a real book. <laughs> no, it's not. Architecture book. Yeah. Wait until I show Jen. She's gonna be like, "Can I have that book?" Every time I buy a new cool book, she's like, can I have that book? I'm like, no. She wanted the shirt off your back. Well, it's just shitty. We're twins. Uh-huh. It's like today she was wearing both my rings. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, which one? Like my school ring. And you had to ask her if you could have your school ring back. Well, I let her wear it. It's yours. Well, she was going to borrow it. You know? <sighs> I know. It was frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, one of the other reasons I kind of wanted to do this podcast is... Um, For friends and family. Friends and family. And also, I really like podcasts, and I was hoping to, like, maybe possibly talk to some podcasters. Yeah, see how he sprung that on me? That was. I a, told you about oh, this. No, no, you, that was the question in that voice, that tone, how you said that. There was? Yeah, there was. Oh. It's like, you Okay. That's well, fine. I, mean, I don't mind talking to other people. They don't mind talking to us, like our audience of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I was thinking, I, I told you, like, it would be neat to talk to Alpha Box or um, Sassy. Okay, it's so, like one of the things that we've done as a couple is that James and I have a few podcasts we both listen to that we can yeah. talk about. And we've kind of glommed on to those because James is such a gamer, hardcore gamer. Gaming at home, podcast gaming. He used to read everything, all the all the looks, quick throughs, whatever. And he kept trying quick to look. get me quick look, whatever. He kept trying <laughs> to get me to get into gaming, and and I didn't know when I met him. I should have known. I should have how much into gaming he was, and how big of it, how huge part of his life this really is. Mm-hmm. So we found a few gaming. That I could listen to, and one of them is off topic, which I happen to love. So, um, and and you like it mainly because it is mostly it is it was specifically made to not be about games, but they still they still talk about games. I mean, it's still part of their life, which is fine. I think it's great. I think it's an awesome forum because, truthfully, I don't need to know every little detail about that game. I want the truth. Hey, did you like it? And sometimes yeah. you get to a gaming cast and they get all analytical and we all get all like, well, I'm going to have to give a good review or I have to give people the pros and cons. Or I don't want to offend other gamers or whatever. Yeah. I just want to know, hey, was it fun? Did you enjoy it? 
Mm-hmm. And if you did, what was your favorite part? Don't give me, you know, yeah. the angle or trajectory of the bullet. I don't care, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what I like about Sassy and Tara from, what's the name of their? Uh, the most popular girls on the internet. Well, Sassy laughs all the time, which I just find infectious. <laughs> infectious, and I love listening to her. And I like the games. I mean, there's a girl's perspective on gaming. Mm-hmm. And um, Tara's first-person shooter love affair, which I find that I don't understand, but I can appreciate. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> um, just listening to them talk is fun. So I said, okay, well, we talk about that every week. It's like, hey, James, did you listen to this? Did you hear what Sassy said? Or did? And there's a few podcasts I listen to that James yes. listens to that – we talk about and it's like the NPR, the DNA food cast the DNA food cast and our um, what was that um, this American this American life this American life and, and the, uh, uh, radio lab uh, stuff you should know stuff you should know we talk about that one more than any of them yeah because we'll find some stupid tidbit on there like did you hear about how that my brother my brother and me oh well okay I've fallen off that bandwagon I'm sorry I know. boys but the but I mean that's 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 the reason I liked the Joystick Podcast was because Justin was on there. Well, I like Justin and I like, I like the podcast, but their whole mm-hmm. podcast is talking about stupid questions people put on the internet. Yeah. And it's boy humor, and I really sometimes don't you understand don't get it. Humor. I don't get it. I don't understand the jokes. I don't understand what's funny. My, my favorite joke was one of the Penny Arcade ones where they were talk, making fun of um, the when they changed the name of the revolution to the Wii. Oh, I don't get and it. And then Penny Arcade had this whole thing of that they were changing the the name of the revolution to the vagina. And I was and like, you did, you're like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I obviously understand the pun on the words, but uh-huh. I don't understand the joke. I don't see the humor in it. Don't see why that's funny. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Hey, how about you when I text you? We bought a, a new sack of apples because it's, you know, the... Fall is kind of here in Texas and San Antonio, not really. But anyway, um, that doesn't stop shipping. So anyway, I bought some Macintosh apples, and they're my Yum. favorite apple. And they don't, we don't get them very often. We don't get them every year. And this year we had an early crop of Macintosh apples. And I'm like, oh, my God, we have to have, I have to buy these apples. They're so perfect. And I get these apples, and I said, James, try these apples. And he, he had texted me from the office, his office. We don't work together anymore. So anyway, he, he said. Sad face. He said, um, "I love the apples," and I said, mm-hmm. "And I said something like, oh, yeah, the Macintoshes are great.'" And he was like, "You said the Macintosh apples are great." Yeah. And I, I looked at that like, "Why are you talking about Apple computers?" Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't really realize that they were called Macintosh apples. Yeah, because he, I actually, he, I don't think I told him they were Macintosh. I just said, mm-hmm. "I have new apples." Yes. And uh, he, he tried the apples, and they were great, and they're Macintosh. And for me, my association with Macintosh Apple, or the Apple company, is going always going to be the apple itself. Because mm-hmm. I love that apple. It is super yummy. <laughs> and he's like, his first association is a computer. Yeah. So it was a little, it was, it was humor. And See, for me, it's, it's always, in, every time I hear Macintosh in particular, I think of their old uh, logo that had, like, the rainbow stripes and the little apple. I think my friend in high school had
I guess we're kind of rounding down. Um, one of the other things I wanted to talk about was what is it like living with a gamer? Oh God! Or being married to a gamer? Because I mean, for me, for me, I mean, I, 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 I just assume I'm normal. Ass- no, no, no. <laughs> I'm assume I'm annoying the hell out of you at all times. Okay, okay. Well, the truth is, when I first met you, mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much of a gamer you were. As I said, I should have known because you owned a computer and a entertainment center with a TV and PS2. PS2. And that's pretty much all you owned. With and a futon. I have futon. That's all you owned. So I should have known, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't. Those were my priorities. Yeah. And I had a 5.1 surround sound on my computer. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> I can't explain the ridiculousness. But anyway, um, as we got married, we dated and we lived together. And I still didn't quite realize, I still didn't quite grasp the significance. It was only until we bought our house... And the first thing James buys for the house is an Xbox. Yes. And he went to Best Buy. He put it on a charge card. And it was something like $800. Because he had to buy all the stuff to go with it. And I'd come home. I'm like, oh my god. Because I, bu- I bought the Xbox 360. And I bought... Uh, I really wanted Lost Planet. Because it was in space. Um, and it looked really cool. I wanted Lost Planet. And I wanted Guitar Hero 2. Because I really want a Guitar Hero. And that, that was back when Guitar Hero was good. And I got a guitar with it. Uh-huh. And I think... And, and, and the hard drive. And then the, the big hard drive. So, no, I come home and I'm like, I'm not, I was upset he bought the Xbox because I told him he could. I was upset that he used the credit card he did. I'm like, did you... Did you actually, I think he went to Walmart to do this. Yeah. Late night. I said, well, did you go to Best Buy and use a car because we have these points and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no. I'm like... Why because you? because so Best Buy isn't open 24 hours. That was my first real clue I was in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then I think I said, well, I think the PS3 was coming out. I'm like, do not get the PS3. And a year goes by. I'm like, fine, if you want it, you can get it. But then he wanted the old one, not the new one. So he, I thought, okay, by Christmas, you can buy it. Well, it was not quite Christmas, and he bought it. And I was like, okay. And then we had the Wii, because I wanted the Wii. So we had a PS3 and an Xbox 360. And, you know, we had all three consoles and his computer. And two DSs. And two DSs. And I was like... That was another one. And then I realized... I was, hold on. I was supposed to get you a DS for Christmas. But I, in doing my research, I really, really wanted one then. You sold so your So I bought... You sold your Beetle, and I asked to get, can you buy me a pink DS? Because I figured if he got me a pink one, he would never play it. Yes. So wrong. There's one or two times when his has gone and died that he has pulled out mine to play with. It's a cool system. <laughs> so, no, that's that's when I realized it was really stressful at first because I didn't realize that um, when you buy one game, let's say you're waiting for a big release and you get that release and it's eighty dollars, and then you play it and you played it through completely and you finished it in two weeks. There's another game. After that, there's always game. another there's game. There's always another game. And I did not realize. And all I know is every time I turned around, he was buying another game. And we were just married. We just had a car. We just bought a house. We did not have money. We were still paying our student loans. I mean, honestly, we still don't have money. But it was 
three more years. <laughs> Something I didn't understand. And it was very frustrating for me because I didn't want him to say, I didn't want to say, no, honey, you can't buy that. Yeah, because they make me happy. Yeah, they make them happy. And that ultimately is what you want in your relationship with your mm-hmm. partner to be happy. So I'd be like, okay. I mean, and So for me, that was super stressful because I knew that it was upsetting you. So it was something that would make me happy, but I also knew that it was something that was upsetting you. Well, yeah, th- it wasn't that he So was I had gained. this constant, like, Catholic guilt. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't that you game. It wasn't that you were playing games or having friends or anything. It was the continual extreme expense of gaming. It just yeah. it never ends. You can't actually wait until the game's on sale or cheap gets. You want to play it when all your friends are playing it. Yeah. And that's the social aspect is what keeps you buying it. Yeah. And that was the hardest thing to get used to. And plus, you kept wanting me to play with you because it's more fun socially than it is by yourself. If you're playing a shooty game or, so like, Portal, like, mm-hmm. I was, I couldn't handle Portal. My, my logical brain couldn't handle that you could put a Portal here and a Portal there and they, and they would. And you could walk through yeah, it. No, it's like, no, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, there's lots of games like that. Well, and most of the, that game is humor. And you do not get humor. No. I don't get humor. But, but you know, living, living with a gamer is, can be definitely frustrating. It, you definitely have to sit around and explain to everybody in the universe that it's okay. Because yeah, I think that's that's the, the biggest hurdle. Well, we live in San Antonio, Texas, and my father was military, and we didn't grow up really with games. I mean, as I said, we had Mario, and it wasn't cons- you didn't spend five hours playing Mario. I mean, somebody may have, but it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. You know, it might have been thirty minutes, and the the we had to have that talk in our marriage about how when you obsess over something to the detriment of your other parts of your life it is an obsession mm-hmm. and you have to learn to balance since we've had that talk it's really improved our marriage because yeah. he, he he has times he can play games and I let him do it if he says I need to have this weekend to play games I'm like fine do it so anyway living with a gamer long story short is I understand it. I don't have a problem with it other than the extreme expense, continual expense, because right now we don't have the extra money. Yeah. Uh, if we had the extra money, I would not care. I really would not care because I do things that he doesn't do that I enjoy. And I don't think he will find going to this nail salon to get your feet pedicured something enjoyable. I do. That costs money. Whatever. If I, if I drifted off, that I drifted off, whatever. So... Yeah, living with a gamer can be interesting and entertaining, and I think it's just as hard for him to live with me that is a casual gamer because I kind of. Well, what's what's difficult for me is knowing that. Well, I mean, my my parents don't. My mom is completely cool with me playing games, but my dad is. He has a different value structure. Part of him doesn't mind, but then part of him is like, "Well, why don't you go out and do something?" What was the question? <laughs> Got the question. What were we talking about? I was like I lost my brain. We were talking about uh, gaming and kind of how it affects our family. Well, my family doesn't understand it, and it's to the point that I have to I have to not talk about it yeah. because they just really don't understand how you can waste your time doing something for five hours. Mm-hmm. They don't see the benefit of what you're doing. Yeah. I'm like, hey, he's at home. I know where to find him. I know who he's talking to. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, once in a while when I come home or when I cook dinner and you're still playing because you can't quit that point, that's annoying. 
Yeah. That is annoying. I'm sorry. And the, there there are times yeah. when I, I get into the uh, super addictive mode and mm-hmm. just kind of kind of self-destruct. But And you have an extreme hearing problem. Yes. Well, when you're playing video really. games because I'll talk to you. And you're concentrating, concentrating mm-hmm. on the television and the, and the whatever your character's doing. It's more focused hearing. Yes, focus. It's selective hearing. Yes. Like, honey, I don't do it on purpose. It's like, honey, what? Did you hear me? Yes, food, dinner, now. Okay. Oh. Is that a wrap? Unless you wanted to talk about the the puppies. Oh, we have three dogs and one cat. And when I met James, he had a dog. I had a border collie named Lavi, and she is named for a character in um, uh, the anime called The Last Exile. And it's a uh, Really cool. Did we anime. keep that anime? Yeah, I think yeah, that's the one. The only one we, we have kept. that one, and we have Vandred, yeah. and we've we've sold off quite a bit of our DVD collection. Yeah, well, I'm not a DVD collector. We really haven't watched any DVDs I, since we got Netflix. I don't like rewatching movies, even stuff yeah. on Netflix. I just really don't rewatch mm-hmm. them. I watch them once at the if they're really good, I'll watch them twice. Mm-hmm. And that's if they're really good, like if I forgot what they were about. Yeah, <laughs> and said, I kind of <laughs> like this movie. Let's watch it again. Well, and sometimes. Like, you can watch, like, the first 15 minutes and, like, okay, that was enough of that. I, rem- I remember the rest of it now. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I've done that with many an episode mm-hmm. of at least Star Trek. <laughs> like- so we started out with, with one puppy. Um, and the one puppy needed a friend because she was getting very depressed. And we, we looked for three weeks. And yes. we went to different um, shelters. All of our animals are... Um, They're shelter dogs. Shelter Animals. Even our kitty cat's a shelter cat, even though I got her from a, a person, not a shelter. But she originally came from a shelter. But mm-hmm. we um we don't do puppy mills or, or pet stores for breeding. And uh, I'm not really into purebred. That's just... It's too much money for It's not just too much animal. money. It's too many health risks. I mean, also here, yeah. if you don't go to a good breeder, you can have... I don't want to breed my animals, so I don't want... I want them to be fixed anyway, so I don't think having them... Be pure, be tapered, be, beans yeah, being purebred so they can breed is any big deal because I'm not going to breed them, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm not going to show them. They're my pets. So I just go. We went to um, the third trip to the Humane Society, and James found this little corgi mix that he loved, or at least liked it. And we lived in an apartment, and it was the only one that kind of fit our apartment needs. And yeah. I really didn't have i didn't really respond to her very well and and i wanted this this hound you wanted a hound dog it was a bloodhound but it was a gorgeous hound there was no way we could have gotten that into our apartment i know but i wanted the hound but he this is early in our relationship so it's like well if that's what you want i didn't really voice my true feelings and yes. he didn't voice his voice his true feelings like he wanted this really to be my dog because mm-hmm. i'm like well if you want that dog we're just getting it for lobby to have a playmate so we get this dog and her name's mia and she is a pill and she worships the ground james walks on she will and she is she she did help out she and she, Bobby, she, yeah. she is a sweet dog. She is a sweet dog. But, uh... We did not bond. Yes. We still have not bonded. No. Um, so, a couple of years ago, I guess three years now, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been three years. It's almost it's been three years. Two and a half years at least. Anyway, I went to a, a garden, gardening seminar, and they were having a Humane Society um, event, and there was this dog that was barking, and I stand up, I turn around, I'm looking across the parking lot, and I see this dog, and, I'm, and I tell my sister, that is a perfect dog for James. I walk over there, and I'm a little clueless when it comes to dogs. This is a puppy. It was a three-month-old puppy. It was already... 20, 20, 15, 15, 15 or 20 15 pounds. 20 pounds. And I said to the people, like, I really, really want a 35-pound dog. It's, how big is this dog going to be? And not really figuring out that the saucer for feet it had might be a good indicator. And I couldn't call James. James was asleep. So I was calling him and calling him. And I said, finally said, to heck with it. If, I, if he doesn't like the dog, we'll return the dog. I'll adopt the dog. I get the dog. I put the dog in the truck. I've never had a puppy in my life. Wasn't prepared for a puppy. Wasn't planning on a puppy. Wasn't planning on dog anything. I was at a plant seminar. I mean, the most damage I expected was to bring home a new rose bush or something. So I get home, and it's pouring rain in San Antonio, so it doesn't happen that often. And um, I'm calling James in the truck, and I can't get out of the truck. But the reason I have this dog, I don't know. He's jumped all over the, the truck. I have a, I had a, I guess, a extended cab, cab truck at the time, and... James comes out, he runs into the truck, he sees the puppy, he's sitting in the passenger side, and I said, well, if you don't, because, I said, if you don't want the dog, we can return the dog, and he's, the dog is super happy to see James, and he's licking James' face, and it's cute as cute can be, and James is laughing at me, I'm like, huh? He goes, well, I saw the charge go through, I was hoping you donated a hundred dollars. No, I got the, I got a puppy, and his name was Dapper Dan. We can name him Dan, and um, he is a beautiful spotted leopard spotted Catahoula. Catahoula. So he's he's not thirty five pounds, and he's, he's I think he was fit last time he was fifty five pounds. Yeah, he was close to sixty. Sixty, and he's adorable. And James just laughed at me. He goes, "Do you see the size of this dog's feet?" I'm like, "Well, they told me it'd only be thirty-five pounds." He's like, "They saw you coming." They were the size of my fist. (laughs) They saw you coming, and they lied to you. (laughs) I'm like, "But he's so cute." It's like uh, we still have that dog. (laughs) And then I just got a cat this year um, because I've always wanted a cat. And I kind of just went there and got her off Craigslist from somebody who was moving, who originally got her from a um, humane society, and her name's Cat because, and I call her Buttercup, but her name really is just Cat because that's what he named her. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's I pretty much call her just Kitty. We call her Kitty and Cat and Buttercup once in a while, but mm-hmm. she uh, runs the household, you know. So. Yeah, now, now my dogs are outside dogs. Yeah, because Dan tried to eat her. What's well, what dogs do? Well, me and Lobby didn't. Me and Lobby didn't have a problem with the cat at all. But Dan, uh, uh-uh. Dan had to go and try to eat her. Traumatize me. Uh huh. So anyway, that's that kind of alert. Mm-hmm. Are you fading fast? Well, I'm bored. Bored, 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 bored. I want to go to bed. I'm at the point where it's like you just talk and I'll leave, follow your lead. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. trying to find the printer. I don't know where the printer is, but this is really annoying. How many lines of text are there? Not a lot. Can you just handwrite it? 
Yeah. Okay. What are we doing now? I'm going to handwrite it and then hand it to you. You just talk. Okay, let's just start the podcast. I am not waiting for this. <laughs> I am not. Okay. Pitch record. You know what we're talking about. You lead. Mm-hmm. It's on record. I'm recording now? Yep. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I'm going to clip it back. Whatever. Uh, so to kind of sync these up. Sync. Hold on. Okay. Hopefully that... I got two spikes on yours. Uh, <laughs> I got two spikes on mine, so I'll, I'll go back in and I'll line those back. Okay, whatever. Afterwards. So what's the first thing we're supposed to talk about? Are we done now? Because I'm tired. Are you tired? I'm tired. Okay. I think it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Audience us. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Stop it. Goodbye. Get off the phone. Goodbye. Whatever. I guess it's not a phone. Get off the mic. Bye.